0: Welcome back to Awaken and Empower. I hope you're doing as well as you can, wherever you are and whatever you're going through. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this show. I'm seriously so grateful for you and for everyone listening because I know there are many other things you could be doing with your time. So yeah, it just means a lot that you're choosing to listen to little old me (laughs) this is now my eighth time sitting down to record for this show and i must say these recording sessions have become one of my favorite parts of the week i feel like i'm getting more comfortable in front of the mic i'm finding my flow and i just love expressing myself in this way and connecting with people like this it's so strange because I'm just thinking back to when I was little and even in high school and university, I was terrified of public speaking and socializing and basically using my voice in any way. I was really shy and introverted and extremely socially anxious, but I didn't know that then. All I knew was that talking to people and using my voice made my heart race, my face got all red and hot, and I just want to be anywhere else but there. This made school and social situations and life in general pretty hard for me most of the time, and it didn't help that I wasn't yet self-aware enough to realize that these weren't flaws in me, it was just my nature. I was and I still am a socially anxious introvert, and there's no shame in that. So yeah, it's just really empowering to think back on where I used to be and all the self-discovery I went through to get to where I am now, sitting in front of a mic, sharing my voice, and truly enjoying it. It's pretty crazy. So again, thank you for taking a chance on me and listening to this podcast. I'm just out here trying my best to bring as much value to you as I can and honoring my journey of stepping into a fuller expression of myself. It's been quite the learning process so far, and I'm sure it will continue to be, and I'm just so excited to continue down this path with you and anyone else who chooses to listen in. Okay, so last week's episode was a big one. In it, I talked all about the pillars of your sense of self. I really tried to pack that episode with a lot of useful and valuable information and anecdotes and avenues for you to deepen your own sense of self. If you haven't listened to it yet, I definitely recommend checking it out. I really enjoyed creating that one and it was just fun to explore everything from self-reflection and self-love all the way to self-empowerment and self-actualization. I think it's the longest episode of the show so far, but it's definitely worth a listen, so be sure to check that one out if you haven't already. And in today's episode, I thought I'd talk about something that's one of the main themes of this show, but I haven't really explicitly talked about it yet, and that is spirituality. While I was brainstorming and creating for this episode, I kind of struggled with deciding what to talk about in this episode because spirituality is such a broad, multifaceted, immense topic with lots of possible avenues we could wander down. There are a lot of subtopics to spirituality that I'd love to talk about on this show, but I decided it would be unrealistic to pack it all into one episode, so this episode is just going to be a little sort of intro to spirituality and a chance for you to reflect on what your thoughts and feelings are around spirituality. I feel like everyone sort of has a different view or relationship with spirituality. Maybe you're really into it, or maybe you don't think it's your thing, Or maybe you feel like you don't really know enough about it to have an opinion yet. Wherever you're at with spirituality, I think this episode may be helpful for you. Even though I do consider myself a spiritual person and I enjoy spirituality, I'm not going to sit here and force you into it. If you really don't think it's your thing, that's cool. You've always got to do what feels best for you. This episode is really just about exploring what spirituality is and gaining some insight into if it plays a role in your life and what that role is, and thinking about what could happen in our lives if we did open up to spirituality in a way that feels right for you. I also just want to point out that I really only started learning about and exploring my own spirituality about a year or so ago, so this is all new to me too. I know there is so much more I could learn about it and I plan to because I just find it all so fascinating. I really think I've been spiritual my whole life and just didn't know it. But yeah, I just wanted to point out that if you've recently got into spirituality, I'm on that learning journey with you too. And if you've had a relationship with spirituality for a long time, hey, maybe I could learn something from you. So feel free to reach out to me with any other insights on anything about this topic. I'd seriously love to hear from you and learn from you. Okay, so before we even get into attempting to define spirituality, I just wanted to take a second and get you to reflect on your initial reaction to this topic. When you hear the word spirituality, what do you think of? What thoughts come to mind? What feelings come up for you? What images do you see? What is your gut response to spirituality? Take a second to really feel into what this word brings up for you. You can pause the episode for a second if you need to. But yeah, just really think about these questions for a moment. Don't judge whatever comes up. Just observe. It's helpful to do this just because I feel like spirituality is often a loaded term, it might even have a bad rap in some places, and it might just seem like completely unknown territory because it isn't really taught or talked about in the mainstream as much as it could be. There are also a lot of stereotypes associated with it, and these stereotypes are so limiting and frankly damaging to spirituality as a whole because there's so much more to it, and it's so accessible to just about everyone on this earth. I think because it's so unknown, in most cases, people tend to make assumptions about it because of their resistance to it. I admit, I experienced that resistance to spirituality as well before I got into it and learned more about it. It's not hard to find these stereotypes in the mainstream and then to believe those stereotypes and build up a resistance to challenging that way of thinking. But seriously, thank god I disentangled myself from all of that, because unlocking my spirituality has completely changed how I live and view my life. Whatever your current thoughts and feelings about spirituality are, it's all okay. The important thing here is to become aware of what you think and feel about spirituality, and just allow your mind and heart to open up a little bit to the possibility of learning more. So, what is spirituality? That is a loaded question, one with many answers, one that I still struggle to find a conclusion to. Like with most things, I feel like the answer is highly personalized to whoever is answering it. It's such a personal topic that the only way to really understand it is to create your own meaning. But for educational purposes, I took a quick little Google search and found that spirituality can be defined as the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. I like that definition, but again, what's important here is to create a meaning that feels right for you. To me, spirituality is all about trust, faith, and belief. It's about trusting the universe and myself, having faith in the unfolding of life, and believing in something bigger than me. That meaning feels right to me and it really encapsulates what connecting with my spiritual side has offered me. Spirituality is about being in awe of my own life, my own existence, the fact that I get to take up space in this world. Spirituality connects me to the whole of life and all of myself. It helps me find gratitude for the little things and celebrate the big things. Spirituality is peace and calm, my inner wisdom listening to my intuition, uh, being in touch with my body, serving others and serving myself, and never taking for granted this gift I have of being alive. Spirituality for me is living fully awake, connecting with my consciousness, being mindful of my energy. It has allowed me to wake up and live empowered and notice the heart-opening beauty and soul-cracking pain of life, It allows me to hold it all and trust that I can feel it all and believe that there is a bigger force at play, some higher power that I may not be able to see, but I can feel and I can follow because it'll always lead me to where I'm meant to go. So what does spirituality mean to you? Maybe you have no clue and that's okay. Hopefully at the end of this episode, you'll have a better idea or at least a desire to define it for yourself. But yeah, give yourself some space to reflect on what this concept means to you. The other day, I was reading through this book of mindfulness quotes that I have, and at the time, I was struggling with getting clear on what I wanted to say about spirituality in this episode. And I received my own divine offering from the universe as I landed on a page that had a quote from John Kabat-Zinn. He has written many books on mindfulness, and he's a real expert on it. Last year, I read his book, Wherever You Go, There You Are, and it completely shifted my view on mindfulness and led me to an understanding of it that I hadn't been able to find before. So yeah, I definitely recommend that book by him. But I was flipping through this mindfulness quote book and came across this quote from him. He says, Perhaps ultimately, spiritual simply means experiencing wholeness and interconnectedness directly a seeing that individuality and the totality are interwoven, that nothing is separate or extraneous. If you see in this way, then everything becomes spiritual in its deepest sense. Doing science is spiritual. So is washing the dishes. Like I said, this was an offering straight from the universe and some higher power because it was exactly what I was looking for, and I wasn't even looking for it while I was reading this book of quotes. I really love this reflection on spirituality because it's so true and it really puts words to how I feel about spirituality. Everything in life can be spiritual. Meditation is just as spiritual as making your bed in the morning. Reading tarot and oracle cards are just as spiritual as taking a shower. Doing yoga is just as spiritual as eating a good meal. Crying is spiritual, cooking is spiritual, talking with friends, cuddling with your pet, cleaning your room. All of these mundane, everyday occurrences can be spiritual. It's all sacred. It's all divine. If we open our hearts and our souls, everything we do in life can be a spiritual act. If you don't consider yourself to be a spiritual person, or you're even against spirituality for whatever reason, that's okay. I'm not forcing you to think otherwise because I respect your opinion. Instead, I guess I'm gently encouraging you to consider this concept of the spiritual being present in our everyday lives. I think everyone is spiritual in some sense, it's just some of us have our spirituality covered up more than others. Notice the wholeness and interconnectedness of life. See how your individuality and the collective around you are interwoven. Recognize that nothing is separate, it's all one, whole, complete, You don't have to be a spiritual seeker to realize that there is a bigger meaning to this life, bigger forces at play. Every day, every moment, every experience has the chance to be spiritual if we only open ourselves up to that possibility. I think spirituality is a concept that's hard to grasp for some people because we can't see it. It's not tangible or easily defined. We can't put it into a box and keep it there because it's too expansive and multifaceted and holds so many meanings. How can we believe in something without solidifying it, without a concrete answer, without a blueprint? It's true that spirituality defies and transcends the more tangible way of thinking, but that doesn't mean it's not believable. We can believe in that which we cannot see. Sure, at first it may feel uncomfortable or strange, but the more we open up to it, the more it'll show itself in our lives. There are many ways you can connect with your spirituality, and maybe you already know what those methods are for you. Connecting with your spirituality can feel like transcending your thinking mind, becoming fully aware of the bigger picture in life, noticing the wholeness and interconnectedness of everything, living mindfully and intentionally Holding space for your faith and getting clear on what you believe in. To be honest, just as everything in life is spiritual, the feeling of spirituality is also all-encompassing and hard to pin down to one specific thing. As my knowledge of spirituality grows, I can personally find ways to connect with my spirituality everywhere. I do it through some of the more traditionally spiritual methods like meditating and reading tarot and oracle cards, but I also feel connected to my spiritual side when I'm writing or reading or going on a long walk. Anything you do can be spiritual, so what helps you feel the most spiritual? What helps you connect with your spirituality? What does spirituality feel like to you? Give yourself some space to reflect on and answer these questions. You might be surprised at what comes up. As I've progressed on my journey into spirituality, I've realized that it has the potential to be the medicine and the antidote to solve many of life's problems. Like for example, I consider mindfulness to be spiritual, and living mindfully has been proven to help us live in the present moment, let go of the past, and stop worrying about the future, find gratitude in the here and now, and trust in the flow of life. Similarly, meditation helps people drop into their body in the present moment slow down the rush of our thinking mind, and find a sense of inner peace. Both mindfulness and meditation are a practice that require patience and commitment, and boy have I learned that. For a long time, I would try meditation and try to get into creating a consistent meditation practice, but it never seemed to work, and I would eventually give up, and I convinced myself that maybe meditation just wasn't for me. But something in me always pulled me back to it and recently, over the past couple months, I have finally found a way to bring meditation into my routine that feels right for me and it has become something I look forward to every day. I try to meditate at least 3 nights a week and instead of just sitting in silence which I had never really found helpful, I found some meditation music playlists on spotify and I listened to those with some noise cancelling headphones. They're all really ambient, soothing instrumental music designed for meditation and I find that it helps me drop deeper into my body and it calms me down and allows me to reach that state of inner peace. I sit and I breathe and I listen. I don't set a timer or anything, I just drop in and come out when it feels right. And it usually ends up being around 15 or 20 minutes. Meditation for me is a chance to slow down and really connect with myself distraction-free. I don't try to completely clear my mind, but instead, I slow my thoughts and observe them. I drop behind my thoughts and let them pass. I often have very visceral realizations and emotions come up during meditation, and sometimes I even cry, and you know, I don't question it or try to make sense of it. I really think meditation is just an avenue to release anything I have pent up inside me and that sometimes comes out as tears. And by the end, I feel so uplifted and refreshed and at peace. It's really beautiful and it's really helped me strengthen my connection to my own spirituality. And as for mindfulness, I feel like I struggle even more with that. It's an ongoing learning process for me. Because of my anxiety and overthinking mind, I admit I'm often not in the present moment. I'm thinking about the past or planning for the future, and it's hard for me to drop back into the present. I think I'm better at it now than I used to be, but like I said, it's a learning process. I definitely still catch myself getting all worked up about something that happened in the past that I literally have no control over now, and I have a really bad habit of always looking forward to the next step, the next thing I have to do, instead of focusing on what's right in front of me. You know, if you live with anxiety like I do, mindfulness can be hard to achieve sometimes. I like to plan for the future and think about my next steps and know what's coming next because it helps me feel safe, it calms my anxiety, but it also becomes easy to fall into becoming obsessive about it and convincing myself that if I don't have a plan, I won't be able to handle life. It's been an ongoing process for me to learn how to trust the flow of life and accept the fact that not everything is going to happen exactly as how I planned it. If you experience something similar, it's important that you're patient with yourself and don't beat yourself up for getting caught in the trap that your anxiety weaves for you. If you want to live more mindfully, you just have to do your best and try to catch yourself in those moments when you're not acting mindfully and give yourself some grace. When you fall, pick yourself back up and try again. Things like meditation and mindfulness are a practice. You're not going to get it on the first go, but the more you do it, the easier it will become. Looking at life through a more spiritual lens can give you a fresh perspective, help you detach from triggering moments, and allow you to see just how beautiful life is. It'll help you let go and surrender, navigate your way through hard emotions, find a deep sense of trust towards anything that happens around you, and allow life to happen exactly as it's meant to. I have found a deep sense of comfort and peace and clarity in my life because of spirituality. I go through my days with more ease, and I approach the big picture of my life with more trust. Of course, I still have bad days, and I still live with anxiety every day, and I go through phases where it's really hard to connect with my spirituality. But overall, I'm so glad I took a chance and started to explore spirituality as it is in the world and within myself. It's been a journey and I still have a lot to learn, but everything I've received so far since taking that first step has been so rewarding and uplifting and gratifying. I love reading tarot and oracle cards and meditating and reading spiritual books And learning about things like raising our energetic vibration, and connecting with my soul, and paying attention to my masculine and feminine energies, and welcoming in my highest self. I've definitely gone through some spiritual awakenings over the past couple years. I'll save those for another episode, though. (laughs) And I just feel like spirituality also plays a big role in how I approach my work and how I desire to run my business. It's even played a role in how I define my identity. I shared this way back in the second episode when I talked about the layers of my being and I shared that at the deepest level, I am consciousness, I am energy, I am spirit, I am light, and I am love. And I believe that's what we all are. Everybody is consciousness, energy, spirit, light, and love experiencing this world in human form. We are all true miracles. Unlocking my spirituality has been such a wild and empowering ride, and I can't wait to continue learning more and living my life in alignment with it. So if spirituality is already part of your life, take a second and think about what it has provided for you. How does it impact your daily life? What have you received because of it? What are the benefits, and are there any negatives? If spirituality isn't a focus of your life yet, think about what it could bring to you, How it could impact your daily life what problems it might help you solve how it might make you feel use your imagination or go off of what i've talked about in this episode play around with the idea a little and see what comes up before we wrap this up i thought i'd share the word i picked to keep in mind for this year at the beginning of the year i decided my word for 2021 would be transcendence i don't remember how or when exactly this word came to me but when it did, I felt a deep sense of inner-knowing that, yes, this is the word I need for the year ahead of me. Dictionaries define transcendence as excelling, surpassing, or going beyond usual limits, and a state of being or existence above and beyond the limits of material experience. It also has roots in spirituality, which is why I'm bringing it up now. Transcendence resonates with me for many reasons. My anxiety, intrusive thoughts, and emotional nature often keep me down in the muck of life, so to say. I get caught up in small grievances, my thoughts and emotions overwhelm me, and my perspective becomes very narrow. When I'm really weighed down by life in my own mind, I often can't make sense of my thoughts and emotions, any sense of inspiration vanishes, and I can't slow down enough to catch my breath physically or metaphorically. But, in the moments when I'm able to rise above all of that, I reach a sense of real clarity and self-awareness, creativity and inspiration, and peace and calm. Transcendence liberates me from everything that tries to weigh me down. It transports me to a place where everything effortlessly makes sense. There is no forcing, no pressure, no fear. Just flow and light and space to breathe. When I feel transcendent, I live in harmony with my consciousness and I find the true clarity, creativity, and calm that I'm always looking for. In order to live in connection with my own transcendence, I know I need to consciously rise above all that tries to weigh me down. I need to know when it's time to remove myself from the ground of life and lift myself to a place of broader perspective, because everything is clear up there nothing matters and it's all meaningful and it helps me realize that life is so much bigger than i have let myself believe because of transcendence i can rise above my normal experience my anxiety and fear and scarcity i can go beyond material experience and live in harmony with my consciousness i don't have to make sense of everything and i can just let it be of course a lot of life requires us to be more grounded and anchored and that can even be really beneficial Transcendence is not an escape hatch, it's a temporary reprieve, an opportunity to reconnect with your true self, and a way to rise above everything you believe is holding you down. Transcendence has served as a reminder and a mantra and a sense of comfort so far this year, and I have a feeling it will continue that way long into the future. If you're feeling called to, find out what makes you feel transcendent, what helps you rise above the muck of life, what gives you a broader perspective. What helps you feel uplifted and connected and fully awake? Like I said at the beginning, spirituality is such a broad topic and there are so many parts of it that I'd love to talk about on this show, so stay tuned because I got lots of ideas. But for now, I will leave you with everything I've talked about today. I hope it was helpful or interesting for you no matter where you're at with spirituality. Remember to just stay open to the possibilities that come with spirituality you might be surprised at what comes your way. If anything resonated with you in this episode or you have more information you'd like to share with me, I'd love to hear from you. The best way to reach me is at my email, which is shalenivony at and you could also use the contact me page on my website. I'll put both those in the show notes. I'm also on Instagram, which I keep forgetting to mention, I don't use it as much as I used to for reasons that I will probably share in another episode, but I am still on there and I post about once a week, so if you'd rather connect with me there, my Instagram is at living.embrace and you can also find that in the show notes. As always, the best way to stay connected with me is to sign up for the Living Embrace letters, which are weekly notes from me to your email inbox and you can sign up for that in the show notes as well. I know I say this a lot, but I seriously love writing to the lovely humans on my email list. It feels way more freeing and personable than social media ever has. So yeah, I'd love for you to join that list. And lastly, if you haven't already, check out my free resources on my website. I created them just for people like you so you can enhance your self-development journey in many ways. My latest freebie is the Self-Empowerment Journaling Bundle. And I also offer a soul purpose guidebook, a goal setting workbook, a self-care routine planner, and a few others. So I'll put the link to my free resources page in the show notes too. And that is it. That is all. Thank you so much for listening. I love you a whole darn lot. Stay safe wherever you are. Trust in the flow of your life and just have faith. I'm sending you lots of love and light and I will talk to you in the next episode.